Welcome to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I take the sting out of divorce. This is your host, Emily Sanchez. Hey, everybody, I am back. Okay, so you don't know what that means. <laughs> but I have not made a podcast for a while because I had a baby. But it doesn't seem like that because I planned and I made a bunch of podcasts in advance so that I could rest and not have to do it while I was, you know, in the grind and the craziness of that new baby stage, (laughs) which is crazy. I will tell you that I am so happy that I went through my training as a life coach because I have needed it. I will tell you that. It's funny, you know, those of you who have had babies... When you are not getting that much sleep, when you are recovering from surgery, you know, for me, I had a C-section, or even recovering from birth in general, and you are extra tired, and then the hormone rush, oh my gosh, you guys, you start feeling those negative thoughts. They just start coming in, and you have to be super aware, and I am just really, really glad that I've been through my training and so that I I can nip it in the bud pretty quickly and I've been so happy that when those negative thoughts come in and those kind of depressing thoughts I will just like go beep 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 like warning okay hormones stop it in its tracks so luckily I've been really good mentally and I'm just happy to be here with you Enough about me. On to our topic. Oh, by the way, my baby is really awesome and amazing. His name is Aaron, and he's the cutest little thing. And anyway, I love him. And (laughs) okay, that's enough. So I'm really excited about this topic. When I came across it, I was like, what? Wait, what? And then I thought, yes, oh my gosh, yes. Okay, so you are going to know what I'm talking about here in a second. So, okay, I admit it. I saw this quote on a Facebook post. Oh, I'm admitting it. Oh, lame. But it really struck me. And the quote said, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. I was like, what? Anything worth doing is worth doing poorly? No, that's not what I've been taught. I have been taught that you have to do everything as, you know, with your best effort. You have to give it your all or nothing at all. You know, we've heard that as perfectionists. I am a recovering perfectionist. All right. And so I've kind of been taught that You give it your best at all times, or it's not even worth doing it. The concept of this is really cool, because even though I couldn't understand this at first, because I want to do everything perfectly, (laughs) not so much now, guys. Trust me. So I'm more in line with this than you think. It was just an initial shock, you know, of my old beliefs. But basically, the concept is, Isn't brushing your teeth for 30 seconds better than not brushing at all? Yes, totally. Isn't, you know, doing 10 minutes of walking 
better than nothing at all. Maybe you were supposed to do 30 minutes of cardio that day, but you were like, no, I just can't do it today. So at least I'm here. At least I'm, you know, I'm just going to give you 10 minutes, 10 minutes walking. So it's better than doing nothing. You know, isn't picking up some clothes around you off the floor, uh, cleaning the kitchen even a little bit better than nothing at all? Of course it is. But we have to remind ourselves of it. We really do. We have to be cognizant. I do want you and me and, and everyone to do our best, you know, keep working hard and, and put your whole best foot forward type idea. But there are times when our physiology or we're, you know, we're down a little bit. There are times when we can't do it all like normal. There are times when we feel overwhelmed or whatever the case may be. And doing a little bit is better than nothing. It's interesting. My daughter had a really, really busy time when she was finishing school and she got super overwhelmed. She had three or four orchestra concerts. She had projects. She had finals she had to study for. She had piano. She had her activities, you know, different things. And so she just started feeling a lot of pressure and she freaked out and she was crying with me. And of course, I'm trying to compartmentalize with her and get her to do one thing at one time. But guess what happened in the morning? I asked her, I said, so did you get some assignments done? Did you do this? Because I told her she'd just have to probably stay up and do this or do that. Well, guess what? She didn't do anything. She didn't do anything. <laughs> Sometimes we get so overwhelmed that we don't do anything. I remember different points where I was really embarrassed. It was probably after having a baby or something and and one of my friends who was a clean freak walked into my house and I'm telling you it was bad. It wasn't just like, okay, yeah, Emily, bad. No, it was like Tasmanian devil testing missiles bad in my house. And it was just at the point where I was so overwhelmed that I just didn't do a thing. Nothing. So remember, 10% is better than nothing. And in fact, if you were going to do nothing, then 10% is actually 100%. Okay, if you think of it that way, your 10%, if you were going to be doing nothing as the alternative, 10% is actually 100% of what you could give at that moment. So it's interesting that sometimes half-assed is better than nothing. We know that little phrase, oh, don't do anything half-assed. But sometimes if you just need to get it done, do it fast, quick, doesn't have to be perfect, just do it. So why can't we look at that 10% that we were able to give and think, hey, go me. I did good. No. Instead, our minds look at what is deficient. Our brains are what is the problem, right? Our brains are wired to pick out the faults and what's lacking. We do this so much. We beat ourselves up. We beat ourselves up. I want you to try really hard to think about maybe something you're procrastinating. Maybe something that you're not wanting to get done. Maybe something you think you have to be perfect at, you know, to, to get it done. 
but you don't do it, and you start beating yourself up about it. We can do this all day. We do this with our bodies. We do this with any faults, maybe, that we have. And we focus on that. It's funny that this whole concept of beating ourselves up, it's like we think it's important, right? We kind of, we take that role almost of the parent. Hopefully your parents didn't do this. But it's it's kind of a, a self-degrading thing where we're like, oh, you should have done this. Oh, you're no good at this. You, you know, whatever our thoughts are of beating ourselves up. And we do it so often. I want you to think for one second of somebody you care about. And if they were faced with the same type of problem, maybe it's something involved, you know, to my divorce folks out there that I'm helping, maybe it's some co-parenting issue that we just don't want to address. Maybe, you know, we beat ourselves up about not having a conversation with our ex that we should have. Remember, it doesn't have to be perfect. Just do it, and, and it could feel so much better. But I want you to do a thought download, and that means just write out all those thoughts about something that we're not happy about, something that we are beating ourselves up about it. Okay, are you thinking of it? Think of it right now. Okay, now I want you to cross cross it the crap out, <laughs> right? And replace it with something that you like about yourself. And if you can't even do that right now, replace it with something that you are okay with about yourself. You can't lie to yourself. You can't be like, oh, Emily, you are so wonderful at sewing, or you are so wonderful at um, crafting with your children, or, or, you know, like the things that we're actually not good at. Are the things that we like really have a hard time at with our bodies. So, for example, if you're really, really overweight and you want to change and you have been beating yourself up and you've turned it into not liking your body, you know, which can happen or not liking parts of your body or whatever, we can't lie to ourselves and say, Oh, I love my tummy, <laughs> I love my butt, or you know, it's looking good in these jeans when you really don't think it is. What you can do to not lie to yourself is to say, I have a body. I think I've said this in other podcasts. I have a body. I have a tummy that works for me. It helps me sit up. I have legs that are strong and that help carry me and walk, help me walk. I have arms that help me lift. I have this. I have that. And you look at all the pluses and you say, you know what? I really shouldn't be beating myself up. I shouldn't be telling myself that these are ugly or this or that. I'm so appreciative. So start with appreciation. You know, if it's dealing with the X, start with the things that you are doing good. And then think, man, if I just did 10%, what would that look like? And you could actually celebrate that interesting. Just start by doing, right? Even if it's just little things here or there. doesn't have to be perfect. So let me give you a really cool story. My friend told me the story. He says it comes from a book called Failing Forward. Now we've talked about failing in many of my podcasts and how crucial and good that is for us. But this book is called Failing Forward by John Maxwell. It's on my to-read list. 
he just says everybody should read it. It's just the greatest book, and I trust him and, and believe what he's saying, that it sounds like an awesome book. So the story is of the story like ceramics class. Ceramics are, are pottery class. And the teacher announced on opening day that he was going to divide the class into two groups. So all those on the left side of the studio, he said, would be graded solely on the quantity of work they produced. And then all those on the right side of the class would be graded solely on quality of the ceramic piece. So his procedure was simple. On the final day of class, he would bring in his bathroom scales and weigh the work of the quantity groups. So if they had 50 pounds of pots, they'd be given an A. 40 pounds would be B and so on. And then those being graded on quality, however, would need to produce only one pot. But, you know, the perfect one, so to speak, would be getting that A grade. So, what happened? Okay, time came for the grading, and a curious fact emerged. The works of the highest quality were actually produced by the group being graded for the quantity. So they were just, at the beginning, just popping out crap. Do you know what I mean? Like, they, it didn't matter what it looked like. It didn't matter the quality. They were just you know, giving that half-ass type effort because they wanted the weight. But guess what happened from it? They would learn from their mistakes. They'd be like, oh, this looks better if this happened, blah, blah, blah. And then the quality group, they had sat there theorizing and thinking, you know, all about the perfection of it. And in the end, had little more to show for their efforts than, than the, what was on the paper. They're huge, grandiose theories and a pile of dead clay. So, stop theorizing, stop overthinking, and just do. Because quantity always trumps quality. We learn. We learn from our failures and our mistakes so much more than just reading about it, thinking about it, theorizing, planning. It's just really, really interesting that we learn in the doing. That's how. We learn in the failures of how to mend those failures. That's a pretty awesome way of learning. So just think about that as you're thinking of your 10% and how it's not perfect and, you know, whatever it might be. It's just really, really cool. The people who tried more did better, even though they failed more, too. So, of course, you shouldn't try to fail. That's not what I'm saying. But you shouldn't let the fear of it stop you from trying. So I hear a lot. So this goes back to my divorced friends, my single moms, my single dads. All right. I hear this a lot that I'm exhausted. You know, I'll hear a single mom say, there's just too much. I can't do it all. I can't come up with rent this month. And on top of that, have a clean house. On top of that, have happy kids that I'm all connected to. It's overwhelming at times. And a lot of times when we focus on that overwhelm and we focus on everything at once and how we want to do things perfectly in all those areas, 
it can be super overwhelming and challenging. But let me give you a different type of challenge. Okay, I'm reiterating it again. Do what you can, because that's all you can do. Right? Do what you can right now. Make use of that time. Even if it's crappy, even if it's like your lowest effort at that time when you're so exhausted and you're taking school online and you have work and you have kids, whoever it might be, you don't have to be divorced, whoever it might be, if you are feeling that overwhelmed, get out there and start doing some crappy work, right? <laughs> Anything that's worth doing is worth doing poorly. Oh, it's hard to wrap your head around that. But that's my message for today. If we can look at our smallest efforts and, and pat yourself on the back and realize, hey, I'm doing something, which is 100% more than nothing. And I just want to end with this quote from Thomas S. Monson, who was the previous president and prophet of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He says, sometimes you feel inadequate and ineffective because you can't do all that you feel you should. So rather than continually dwelling on what still needs to be done, pause occasionally and reflect on all that you do and have done. It is most significant. All right, folks, remember that. Remember what you have done and what you can do. The small things are significant too. You matter. You are worth so much. You can do this even if it's hard. So get out there and do it poorly. <laughs> if you need extra help, I offer individual coaching. That's where huge breakthroughs and momentum can happen. Email me, coachemilysanchez at gmail.com. Okay, make it a great day, people. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. Come on over and visit me at coachemilysanchez.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, make it a great day.